0: Hey, welcome in everybody, this is the Soft Lot Football Guys Podcast, back with you for the week 11 episode. Uh, with me is Adam Sidek, no Robbie this week. Uh, Robbie's uh, out, uh, out of the state for work, so uh, we're, we're locking it down as a twosome again this week, but uh, we'll all be back in the same room next week uh, to break down the week 12 uh, Thanksgiving uh, football action. Uh, we'll get that to you uh before the holiday. Uh but yeah, Adam, uh ready to break down uh week eleven here. How are you feeling about this week? Uh a little reserved. L- reserved optimism is is probably
1: my, my feeling going in. I like uh like quite a bit of amount of the lines. Um just a little gun shy after taking a couple L's last week.
0: Yeah we'll get into uh the the week ten performance and uh, yeah a little uh little teaser it wasn't great at least for me but uh starting off on a high note here adam you had the titans minus two and a half
1: yeah yeah that one was one of the few i hit this week
0: yeah good game uh played a nice defensive style and Tannehill got the job done uh gave me some uh some phil rivers vibes though i don't know if that's uh he's coming off the injury and Maybe he's not transferring his weight uh, between the legs and the ball's not coming out great just yet. But, yeah, I thought, thought maybe the ball was floating a little bit out there. Honestly. Yeah, He,
1: he looked, uh, especially in that first half, uh, not great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, ended up coming through at the end just enough with uh, Westbrook Nikina.
0: <laughs> at least one Westbrook's doing something. <laughs> uh, yeah, quarterback corner has, has got his watch on, uh, on Ryan Tannehill, though, after that one. Um, Robbie had Seahawks money line, and and not to throw Robbie on the bus because we all had this. Um, yes. and, and uh, yeah, that was that was a tough one. Tom Brady showed up for Munich.
1: That game, a uh, couple plays flipped that. Gino with the the fumble in the red zone yeah, really that was hurt. Huge. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and even on the other side, that playoff <laughs> Lenny pick was one of the funniest plays I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Lenny throwing up the prayer to forty yeah. five year old Tom Brady.
1: Grayson Allen trip by uh Tom Brady. <laughs> that was wild. Um
0: Yeah. Good good game though. Good for good for Germany, good for the Shield. Uh finally I had uh, Browns Dolphins under forty nine and uh this was this was just a bad take from the jump. Uh the Browns didn't want to stop anybody. Uh, they had no answer for either of the Dolphins running backs, and, yeah, it was, it was a disaster. Um, so my bad on that. But uh, we'll, we'll refrain from some over-unders in the locks, so at least for this week. So um, As for the podcast parlay, uh, we had the Titans in there at minus 2.5, so that hit. But then we had the uh, Seahawks money line, and then we had uh, Browns Dolphins under forty nine. So we went with the lock parlay and uh, did not go well for us. Um, still
1: up on a year, up a hundred hundred and change. So um, we're gonna let it ride.
0: Yeah, yeah. So still up uh, four four and change units. So not bad. Uh, yeah, other other tough ones. Uh, we were all pretty much on the pan or on the Falcons Thursday night football last week. That was a tough one. The weather really dictated that game. Um, yeah, uh, just, uh, that was kind of a, a tough way to start the week. I know we were all on the bears and the lions, uh, took care of business, uh, in Chicago. So that was a tough one. Yeah. Um, Colts over the Raiders, uh, with, uh, with all on the Cowboys. Jeff Bad beat. Yeah. Pack beating the There's just uh, a lot of, a lot of flips. I'm sure a lot of people got burned by, uh, uh, Eagles uh, losing outright to the team. I bet that was big-time teaser uh, territory that, yeah. that burned on, a lot of people. On the
1: other hand, though, there were some uh, unbelievable games this week. Um, you know, Bears, Bears-Lions Bears was entertaining. Yep. Uh, te- team Eagles was definitely an entertaining primetime okay. matchup. And then you had Cowboys-Packers, which was a very good game, very good watch. And then the game of the year, um, Vikings-Bills. Just that, that game was incredible. Like, I... The last two and a half minutes of that game, uh, you know, about as exciting as it possibly gets. Yeah, yeah. They had vibes of that Chiefs Bills playoff game last year, where just so much happening in the final seconds of the game.
0: Yeah, the game just swung dramatically. Scott Hansen was losing his mind. It was like uh, win probabilities went like from seventy percent, like seventy eight percent Bills to like eighty percent Vikings. And then back to like 80% bills. Uh, so it was wild. But, yeah, that
1: Jeff, Justin Jefferson catch, uh, best catch I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Not even close. Like yeah. the Odell one was great, but the circumstances was different. And he, he, he didn't have like a guy with a defender with two hands on the ball as well. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah,
0: good. Just that, that unreal. Was there, uh, for me with like the Edelman in the Super Bowl, that one was wild. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah David Tyree yeah
1: it was like a combination of the Tyree Odell catch yeah. in the one that I've never seen a wide receiver take over a game like Justin Jefferson did at the end of that game he's
0: uh I mean I, I thought maybe he'd regress a little bit um, Nah, he's he's just clearly uh, a true number one weapon so yeah he
1: got he got some x-rays after the game and it, it was confirmed that he has that dog in him yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Uh Adam, tell us uh who was this week's asshole of the week though.
1: Uh besides um uh, David Carr's makeup artist, um Jeez. we're going to go with uh Josh McDaniel's uh same team. I'm not sure he did anything in particular um that made him a asshole move. I know that that's that's it's not true of his past. He's definitely been an actual asshole, but just just how that Raiders team performed. Last week against the Colts, um, yeah, you, 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 I don't know, you, you can't lose a game like that at home and look as bad as it did. It, it, there's just a lack of effort, um, and, and for, for pretty much the same team, if not a better roster this year, uh, Rich Versace, Versace, uh Pit Boss, Pit Boss <laughs> Rich, leading the team to the playoffs last year, and to have it go this bad this year. It's hard not to think that Josh McDaniels is the, is the reason. Um, and he, I, You know, I would say he's going to get fired, but that would mean uh, Al Davis, uh, not Al Davis, um, warm a blanket on his son. Oh, uh, oh, my goodness. Mark Davis. Mark Davis. You'd be paying three head coaches to coach the Raiders, <laughs> which, uh,
0: which is bad, but
1: yeah. Yeah, just give it out to that Raiders organization for assholes of the week.
0: So. Yeah, the eternal flame. Uh, <laughs> L.
1: Davis. About be to be extinguished. Yeah. Rolling in his... <laughs> I don't even know what he is. Sarcophagus. He's probably got enough money. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. All right, well, uh, let's get into the, uh, the Week 11 games here. So, uh, starting it off with a Thursday night matchup in Lambeau Field. We've got the... Tennessee Titans taking on the Packers. Uh, Packers are three-point home favorites in this one after a big come-from-behind win over Dallas this last weekend. And the Titans, of course, we covered, uh, got the win over the Broncos last weekend. And uh, so, I mean, both these teams kind of riding in on a high note. Titans, uh, you know, have been playing good, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Pretty low over-under in this one, not surprised at 41. 41. Uh, but, uh, Adam, I, I know you've been riding the Titans for a while here. Uh, give us your thoughts on this one.
1: Yeah, you know, it, not just me. The, the team, I mean, after ever since they got their ass whooped against the Bills on uh, Monday Night Football, they, they've just looked like the team that was the number one overall seed last year. Um, I, I'm going to take them here with the points. Getting a full field goal here matters to me um, just based on sort of how both these teams play. Um, let last week, you saw the Packers sort of open up a little bit of the offense. Uh, Christian Watson, um, three touchdowns had a big game. They had also had a couple drops, so he could have even had more. Um, but I, I think overall, um, they were heavily targeting him because Diggs was on Lazard. Um, so maybe a couple bad decisions defensively for the Cowboys, but, um, in any event, I, I mean, both these teams are two run-first teams. Uh, this is going to be cold weather, 20 degrees game time tomorrow night. Um, I think that's maybe going to lend to the hand a little bit of the Titans just based on how physical they are and the, the game they like to play. Packers are, are a run team as well, but, um, you know, they they also tend to get beat up on the ground uh, this year. They haven't been the best run defense. Um, where The Titans have been a little bit more vulnerable through the air, so... Uh, I, I just think it's a pretty good matchup for them. Um, you know, home field advantage. I, I, Packers, Packers might win. You know, I, I I think the Titans got a real shot at winning, but to get get a full field goal in this game, uh, you know, short week, they're the better coach of the two teams. That that helps with a you know less time to prepare. Uh, give me the Titans here.
0: Yeah, you know, this one I'm a little unsure of. I had the feeling on the pack last week uh, that they would give the Cowboys some trouble, and uh, uh, it was a big statement game for them. Still, you know, got a lot to play for. The NFC playoff picture is is very uh, muddied right now. Uh, I still think somebody in this NFC East might falter a little bit. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say the pack here, minus three. Uh, I'm not nuts about it. I probably won't bet it, but uh, you know, I think if uh, if the Packers able to get up on them, I was a little concerned uh, by how uh, the Titans looked last week. I thought that they would have kind of an easier time uh, getting up on the Broncos and in uh, moving the ball and. and they really struggled, especially when uh, Denver got that early bomb touchdown. Granted, that was the only thing they got on on the Titans that whole day. It did kind of take them a while to to claw back in the game and uh, you know kind of assert themselves uh, and play from a lead. So uh, I don't know. I think I think the Packers will give a tougher show and being at home, I think it, it gives them the edge here uh, that they need. So I'll take the pack uh, with three points, but uh, I, I think it's a very close game. Should be a good one. Yeah, I think one of the uh,
1: better Thursday night matchups so far.
0: Yeah, finally uh Al Michaels gets his due. Um, <laughs> won't have to drink. <laughs> uh Robbie is on the Titans. Uh he's uh thinking that uh he's just not convinced yet on the Packers and uh thinks that uh, Derrick Henry is gonna kinda get back on track and uh will will do some damage on this uh Packers defense, which uh you know, now that they lost for Gary, I mean, this is uh, the type of game where they would especially need him. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if Derrick Henry is able to have a big game. All right, next game up, we've got the Bears taking on the Falcons. This game is in Atlanta, where the Falcons are three-point favorites. Over-under in this one is at 50. I've never seen the Bears at, like, these hovering around 50 over-unders so much in my life. It's crazy. Um, but the, that's the nature of the beast. Bears lost a uh, tough game at home to the Lions last week, and uh, we know that the Falcons lost a, uh, a big game in the slop uh, in Carolina last Thursday. So uh, they're coming in off of the, uh, the long break. Uh, I Personally, I'm going to take the Bears here plus three. I think uh, if there's one thing we've seen, it's the Bears are playing close games, and uh, we know the Falcons haven't really beat up on anybody yet this season. So uh, I, I'm of the belief that, uh, you know, this will kind of be uh, uh, an open-ended, uh, uh, kind of wide-open game. Uh, I think both offenses will, will put up points here. Uh, I'm not sure about the over-150. That's a pretty big number, but I bet it's close. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think it's going to be back and forth all day. And uh, at the end of the day, I, just, I think three points is a bit too much. Uh, I expect this game to kind of be within that number, so uh, I'll take the Bears here.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, in in this this case, you know, I maybe maybe a different opponent. I'd, I'd I'd lean off the Bears, um, but the Falcons. I just don't see them, you know, being able to capitalize as much as other teams on this bad Bears off or defense. I'm sorry, uh, and they they've also been pretty vulnerable against the run. So I, I mean, overall, I think it's a pretty good matchup. Their pass rush doesn't scare me. So um, you know, I don't know if they'll be able to get get home the fields um it hasn't really mattered the last couple of weeks Fields been able to escape a lot of sacks um but you saw at the end of the game Hutch Hutchinson sort of forced forced the pick six with his pressure and and got a sack on him to sort of end the game but uh yeah I, I think it's a good matchup for the Bears um I doubt I don't think they're going to be able to stop the run against the Falcons so um you know, I think it's going to be very similar to the game last week with the Lions. Just maybe a little bit more run for the Falcons than as opposed to the passing game from the Lions. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm probably not going to touch you over under. Um, I've seen this line at Bears three and a half. I feel great about that. Um, but just the normal uh, three points, getting the three points here, I'm, you know, I'm a little hesitant. But uh, I'm going to lean to Bears.
0: All right, Robbie also on the Bears with us this week. uh, Just putting up a lot of – that offense is putting up a lot of points for them to lose four straight games. He's thinking that uh, they'll right the ship here eventually, and I tend to agree with him. Uh, They're they're doing a lot of things right on the offensive side of the ball, and I think, uh, you know, they'll get some turnover luck here eventually. And given how Mariota was throwing up the ball uh, last week, I think this could be the game, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, my only concern with the Bears is they're not trying to win. Yeah. Pretty evident with how the last four weeks have gone, where the offense has played great, they've established their game plan, but had just barely, barely lost. So, um, you know, not the worst outcome in the world for a team that's rebuilding to lose these games. So, um, yeah, that, that 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 gives me a little hesitation.
0: Be entertaining but lose. That's all I can ask for right now as a Bears fan. So that's uh, that's certainly been their mo. Um, All right, next game up we've got, uh, it's the Ravens hosting the Panthers. Uh, Ravens are 13-point favorites at home here, over-under set at 43. Uh, Ravens were on bye last week, and the Panthers got uh, the big win at home uh, over the Falcons that we had discussed previously. Uh, Adam, what's going on here? We've got some weather to, to look into
1: yeah this one uh a couple of east Coast games this this week um all of them are gonna have wind um several of them are gonna be cold, but this one in particular uh should be up to twenty mile an hour wind so could play a factor in
0: all right well we'll see here um i uh i'm gonna go with the ravens here uh you know i think I think they got a lot the panthers got a lot of help from the monsoon that uh They played that game in last week to beat the Falcons, and, uh, you know, they're just coming up against a uh, a different uh, type of opponent here, and uh, I I just think that the Ravens, uh, especially they've been getting a lot healthier on the defensive side of the ball, I think they're going to be a little bit too much uh, for the Panthers to handle here. They're just kind of a class above. A little worried about the wind, um, but, you know, Lamar does enough uh, on the ground, and and, uh, you know, kind of the, the short passing game that uh, he's got the arm strength to, to get the ball through the wind, so I think they'll be okay. Uh, but, yeah, I think, uh, I think this could be a tough game for the Panthers. I, I don't think they'll be close here, so I'll, I'll take the Ravens.
1: Yeah, me as well. Um, I'm probably going to stay off this game, to be honest with you, uh, just because, you know, 13 points is a lot for a Ravens team that – on offense is banged up, you know, you might see Mark Andrews. Um, but I mean, Devin Duvernay, uh, Kenyon Drake, I don't think Gus Edwards is playing this week. It, it's the cast of characters on offense is, is very limited with the injuries and 13 points is a lot to ask for, for a team that decimated on the offensive side. Uh, defense has been getting better and healthier. Um, but still i i I actually i think my only play this week would be the over 43 points um yeah i I think that's a little too low i know the wind's gonna play a factor and that that could limit the aerial passing game but um i I mean maybe dj moore gets deep once or twice but neither these two teams are much of an aerial down the down the field pass passing attack and um I know the Panthers' defense is is decent. And they played well last week. Ravens' defense hasn't been that good, so uh, no, I just think forty three points is a little too
0: low. Well, uh, perhaps a good thing that uh, you're considering staying off this game because Jerome Boger will be uh, oh jeez will be uh, calling this one. So
1: it's more of a wild card than a twenty mile an hour win. <laughs>
0: yeah, who knows what'll happen. Uh, Robbie also on the Ravens here this week. He's actually uh, confident in it. Uh, likes that they're coming off the bye and they're getting some guys back on the defensive end and uh, you know, he's uh, Kind of agreeing with what I said, uh, you know, this Carolina team when They've kind of played a step up in class of opponent. They've really struggled this year And I, and I think that's what they're getting with the Ravens. So uh, Robbie all in on the Ravens here All right next game up we've got the Browns taking on the Bills Uh browns are eight and a half point underdogs on the road here uh over under in this one is at 43 uh adam what's the weather for this one
1: uh this is going to be the main main weather game um 20 mile an hour winds um snow and very cold so i mean i'm not sure it's going to be a blizzard but it's it's definitely going to be coming down um so uh, for our Definitely our first no game of the year, so um, definitely going to have an effect on the game.
0: All right, well, uh, I won't uh, bury the lead here with Robbie. He's got the Browns plus eight and a half uh, this week as his lock of the week. Uh, just uh, very surprised the Browns are getting uh, so many points given the weather forecast Thinks it's going to be uh, kind of a sloppy game, and uh, the Browns having the better running attack sh- should keep this game uh, close. Uh, so uh, we'll see if he's right here. Um, also, uh, Josh Allen, uh, a little stat here, 2-9 and nine in one-score games. Uh, so he's thinking, uh, you know, Browns are keep this one close and, and actually have a chance to win this one. So, uh, Adam, what are, what are your thoughts here?
1: Yeah, I'm right right there with them uh you know feels pretty dirty betting the Browns after how they looked last week uh but this is about the opposite scenario when it comes to weather um as what was down in hot and humid Miami uh they just can't stop the run this Browns team that's their Achilles heel um they we were, honestly played. Jalen Waddle and Tyree kill the best out of any team in the league this year um really limited them but um obviously just got gashed on the ground uh I just don't see the bills being able to capitalize on the ground um as much as the Browns will honestly it it's going to be a run run game with the weather um that's going to play a major factor and you know Browns Browns are a very good run team uh they, they got down early last week and couldn't really establish it but um you know, this is just way too big of a line for a bad weather game with the Bills team that's, you know, fluttering a little bit with an injured quarterback and a non-existent run game. Uh, You know, I understand what the line is like this because of how bad the Browns looked last week. But, you know, before that, they they did beat up on the on the Bengals. Um, I just... I, this line I, I yeah I, I just this whole matchup screens Browns to me um would to even sprinkle a little bit on a money line to win outright if you're feeling feeling frisky but I love the Browns this week uh, it, I it's going to be tough for Josh Allen and company to throw downfield and you saw it last year in that Pat's uh Monday night game when weather was a real factor uh that offense can't isn't the best for those conditions um and the Patriots have a similar similar offensive attack as the the Browns do now so um I just I just expect the Browns to keep this one close
0: yeah it's a good call out Adam with the uh that Browns-Pats game from last year uh yeah you know this is uh this is classic Buffalo weather but uh I think it does play more into the uh the Browns style of play um I'm not as confident uh as you guys are, I I don't think on them to win the game. I I just have a hard time believing that uh, the Bills are going to come out here and lose three straight. Um, I I just don't see that. But uh, you know, maybe maybe um, we'll see. Uh, but uh, I do think the Browns are going to keep this one close. Uh, you know, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I think you and uh, you know Robbie's points here really hashed it out. I just think. Uh, yeah, you know, the weather weather in this one's going to play a big factor. Um, definitely uh, leads to much uh, lower scoring games, uh, closer games. So uh, I I do think that uh, Brown should be able to keep this one close. I think it's going to be heavy dose of uh, Chubb and and sprinkling in a little bit of Hunt there. And you know, uh, with the the Browns or with the uh, Bills offense in these types of games, we kind of saw it last year. It's a lot of uh, read option out of Josh Allen. He gets out of the pocket. Looks for a guy, you know, 15 yards down the field, uh, you know, running towards the sideline. If it's not there, he tries to pick up three, four yards. Uh, that's going to be kind of their game plan, I expect. Um, but, you know, when you know it's coming, it's relatively easy to defend. So uh, I think the Browns uh, should be able to hang close in this one.
1: Yep, yep. I'm, I'm with Robbie in his lock on this week, and we, me and Robbie both like the under 43, yep. pretty much just given the conditions.
0: That's a lot of points for, for the forecast for sure. All right, next game up, we've got the uh, Washington football team taking on the Houston Texans. This game is in Houston where the Texans are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Over-under in this one is set at 40 and a half. Uh, Team got that huge upset win uh, last week against uh, the Eagles, so that's uh, a big uh, come-up for them. They're uh, hold slowly— up, hold be- up.
1: <laughs> I just looked at the forecast for Buffalo— um, from tomorrow night until Sunday, four feet of snow possible. Four feet of snow. That's ridiculous. This is weather.gov or my main four feet. Four feet of snow winds gusting as high as thirty five miles an hour. Uh um, with patching water. Yeah, I, I mean this is gonna be this is gonna be like the Patriots Bills game last year where it was a blizzard. It, I mean it's about as bad as it gets when it comes to uh weather forecast per game it should be fun you know I, I love watching games like that but yeah a lot of times we call out snow and it's you know just flurries this is uh we're talking feet here of snow
0: wow yeah that that under then uh i think that's the play wow yeah that's uh that's a crazy big line in a, <coughs> a high over under uh, excuse me for uh, given that forecast that's ridiculous unreal all right, uh, yeah, so as I was saying, uh, team in the Texans. So Texans, three-and-a-half point, uh, home underdogs here, uh, over under set at 40-and-a-half. Uh, I'm going to lean team here. Uh, you know, the spread, I just like kind of the way the team have been playing. Chase Young uh, is potentially coming back. That will be a huge uh, boom for this, uh, this team uh, defense. Uh, but uh, they've been playing a little bit better lately. Uh, really, Heineke has given this team a lot of lift. It'll be interesting to see uh, if they go back to Wentz once he's healthy. But uh, you know, the play I really like in this one is the uh, over. Uh, you know, This line is set at 40-and-a-half. Feels pretty low. Uh, this Texans team has been able to put up uh, some points at home. They've been decent. And uh, we've seen that this team offense has kind of uh, revitalized itself a bit uh, under... Uh, Heineke. So I, I think both teams here uh, can get to 20 points. I'm expecting a little bit of a higher scoring game. So I, I really like the over in this one. Uh, and I'll and I'll lean team here to cover the three and a half. I think uh, they're able to put up enough points. But, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I actually, actually like the over call there. Um, I'll put that on the board. But uh, I'm, I think I'm going to lean the Texans here. Uh, I don't have a good feel for this game. Um, you know, Texans... As bad as they are, they seem to, especially at home, just play play in close games. So if this line was, you know, under three, they were getting a field goal or less, I'd, I'd flip to the team, but to be getting that extra half point and be able to cover with a, uh, you know, three-point loss, I, I'm going to lean the Texans here. Um, Davis Mills home and road stats are uh, pretty pretty drastic, uh, much better quarterback at home. Uh, their defense, I, you know, I thought they did an okay job against the Giants stopping to run. Saquon had like 37 carries. Um, you didn't, didn't really break any, uh, they, they just were limited with their offense, uh, last week in the Meadowlands. But, um, you know, I think the X factor in this game is going to be Chase Young playing, uh, coming off the pup. Um, if he gives this team anything, you know, the, the they could be a dark horse, uh, you know, wild, wild card team make some noise in the NFC uh, playoff landscape. But uh, you know, I don't have a good feeling for this one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna stick with the Texans. But I, I, I can go back and forth into this one.
0: But you're jumping on that over with me.
1: I am. I like the four forty and a half is too
0: low. I considered this. It's on my turf. Life. I, I, oh yeah, I considered this lock of the week territory.
1: And you've seen Terry McLaurin. Really find some chemistry with uh, Heineke. He's uh, night and day from Carson Wentz to Heineke, and he's, they've sort of leaned on him. Um, Samuels getting a lot of action, yeah, too. Brian yeah, Ryan Robinson's coming into his own. It, 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 this is a frisky team. Yeah. But, uh, like I said, home going on the road. Texans play good at home. I uh, I just I think they're going to keep it close.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um... Robbie is going to be on the team this week. Um, you know he likes uh, that. Could see Chase Young return and uh, likes that uh, Heinicke is still going to be under center for the team here. So he's riding the hot hand. Team have been hot lately, so he's thinking uh, that they're going to keep it going against the Texans. But uh, I'll I'll have my eyes on this one. Yeah, uh, because I I bet I'll have a decent chunk of chain on that uh, that over. All right, uh, speaking of another game on turf, uh, it's the Eagles taking on the Colts. Colts are 6.5-point underdogs at home here with the over-under set at 45. Uh, Colts obviously got that big win on the road in Vegas last weekend for Jeff Saturday's uh, inaugural game, and the Eagles, as we just discussed, uh, had that uh, tough home loss to the team on Monday night. So short week for them to prepare, but uh, fortunately they got... uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the equivalent of NFL Easter quarterback, uh, <laughs> Matt Ryan back mm-hmm. from the dead. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I thought his career was over, but, uh, apparently, uh, Jeff Saturday said no. Um, I, uh, I love the Eagles this week, guys. It's, uh, gonna be my lock of the week to get him at, uh, minus six and a half here. Just, uh, that feels like crazy good value. Adam, he brought up before the show, I think, uh. Before kind of the, the look ahead lines before last week's game, uh, the Eagles were favored to beat the uh, Colts by 12 and a half. So uh, a huge swing here now to get this at uh, six and a half. Um, I think personally that game last week was more indicative of the shambles that the Raiders organization is in rather than, uh, you know, kind of a resurgence for the Colts. Um, we talked about it last week, too. You, know, you never know what's going on in the locker room. Yeah, you there's get,
1: some wild emotions that are hard to predict.
0: Yeah, and you get kind of a coach doing his first game. Anything can kind of happen there. Um, but we'll see if it carries over for a second week here. I'm, I'm not so sure. Uh, I think talent wins out here. And really what I think uh, is going to win the day is, you know, Matt Ryan, uh, not a lot of zip on the ball. I think the Eagles can get up early on this Colts team and uh, forced Matt Ryan to throw, and you know that secondary of the Eagles uh, got a lot of ball hawks on it. And uh, you know that when Matt Ryan throws a pass these days, it tends to hang up in the air for a long time. Uh, I'm predicting two picks here for the Eagles. I, I think that they can cover this line easily. So lock of the week for sure. But uh, Adam, what are your thoughts?
1: No, I love it. Uh, I think you're you're capitalizing this line. You're capitalizing on a, a upset last week with the team. Um, you know, eventually the the undefeated streak was going to run out, but they, they were probably think they had that one in a bag. Uh, Monday night home game, division opponent, um, they might overlook the team a little bit there, and on the other side, like you mentioned, there's not a lot you could take away from last week's Colts game, um, given the opponent and just the change at quarterback, head coach, uh, a lot of different wild cards, but... You know, I, I think the Eagles' defense here wins the day against the Colts. Um, I know they have not the last two weeks; they've really struggled against the run, and uh, that's definitely going to be the Colts' um, game plan going into this game is to lean on Jonathan Taylor. Um, but you know, I, I I think the Eagles are smart enough. They, Serrani's uh, going to make the adjustments needed to maybe load the box and force force the hand of. Matt Ryan and I, I think they come out of this game with uh, two or three turnovers. Um, you know, I, I, the Eagles' offense. Uh, you know, AJ Brown was a little banged up; uh, should be a little bit more healthy, and I, I think they can capitalize on a Colts defense that you know hasn't been great this year, and they lost Shaq Leonard for the year. Um, so I, you know, I, yeah, I, I think you ca- getting this line under a, a touchdown is a miracle based on. Where it was last week, so uh i love I love the Eagles here, and I think you're gonna get a l- little bit of a a pissed off Eagles team um yep. just based on how they played, and this Colts team I don't think is any position to put up a put up a major fight
0: yeah, you gotta remember it wasn't just us talking about this uh Colts team being potentially the worst team in the n f l uh like three four weeks ago um and I don't think much has changed um you know. They just they got a big win uh, over the Raiders, but uh, everybody's been beating up on them, so we will see. Robbie uh, is also on the Eagles, but not as confident as we are. Uh, thinks that, you know he's not necessarily surprised that the Eagles lost last week. Uh, thought that they were kind of trending towards their first loss, uh, but uh, he's thinking that they'll be able to respond here. Um, he's not sold on uh, the Colts resurgence either under Saturday. Um, he does like the under in this game. He thinks both these defenses are playing well enough to keep uh, this low scoring, so we will see. All right, next up, we've got the uh, Lions taking on the Giants in the Meadowlands. Giants are three-point favorites at home here with the over-under set at 46. Uh, Adam, what's going on with the weather here? We get some wind?
1: Yeah, same scenario as the, the Ravens game. You know, over 15-mile-an-hour winds. Um, so should play a factor, and, and the wind tends to swirl there in uh, MetLife.
0: Yeah, um, you know, this should be an interesting game. Obviously, Giants are playing well, um, you know, but uh, it seems like uh, they also are haven't really played uh, a lot of great teams yet. Uh, lost a tough one to the Seahawks a few weeks back, but uh, it's a good team. I I do think that they're going to be able to take care of business at home here against the Lions, but, uh, you know, Lions have definitely been frisky uh, lately. It seems like they've uh, gotten their pride back, (laughs) um, you know, in this two-game winning streak. Uh, But uh, I I tend to think that the the Lions' luck will run out here, and, uh, you know, I don't think anybody will be able to catch up to – to Saquon to, to be biting his kneecap, So uh, I'll, I'll take the Giants here, minus three. I think they get the job done at home uh, and, and ride Saquon to a victory here.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to lean that same way too. Um, you know I don't love this line, three points. Uh, Lions, you know, they've won two in a row. Uh, even when they were losing, they were making a lot of these games close. Um, and I think they got their... Their passing game figured out. Amon Ross St. Brown looks like he's 100% healthy. Um, And and I think their defense, at least their pass rush, is uh, looking looking a little bit better than they were at the beginning of the year. Jeff Okuda, big pick six there. Um, He's starting to turn it around. Uh, Hasn't allowed a touchdown yet to anybody. So uh, nice to see him bounce back from a couple bad years after being a top three pick uh you know I just I just have so much faith in this Giants team and coaching staff to to win uh cover the three not as much faith um but if I'm gonna lean any direction I'm gonna lean with the Giants here but I, I think it's pretty safe to say that they will um if you if you take a money line I think they'll come through for you they're just a team that has a you know distinct way of playing they seem to be cohesive um You know, very well coached. um, You know, some is better than the, the, or the whole is better than the, some of the parts type of team. And, uh, yeah, I think they get it done here at home. I don't think this is the spot where they they sort of let up.
0: Yeah. um, Robbie, Robbie's right there with us. He's buying in on the Giants this week as well. Um, You know, none of us are are really confident in uh, this game, you know, and I, I think for good reason with the Lions being uh frisky the last couple of weeks but uh yeah he's just he's not exactly bought in on the Lions here after these last two games and um you know he thinks that uh you know the Giants uh, especially in that division they they got to stay hungry they got to keep uh playing these games out because uh, there's not really any any room for them to take their foot off the gas pedal here so
1: yeah, they're only one game back now
0: it's yeah crazy. yeah uh, that division is just wild so um I don't know. It'd be pretty cool if we could get uh, uh, all four of them teams in. I would love to see it. I would love that, actually. Uh, that'd be crazy. I think the Packers are the only team that has a real shot. Yeah, or one of them. Uh, like the 49ers would be the other 49ers, one. 49ers, or if like, the Saints did something weird, or I don't know. I think probably they're done. <laughs> yeah, they, they're probably done. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay, next game up, though, speaking of those Saints, they are hosting the Rams this week. They are four-point favorites. Uh, with the over under set at 38 and a half this game both these teams are just uh, in absolute shambles right now um, this is uh this is kind of a gross one um, I'm not gonna be betting this one uh, I, you know you've got uh, a Rams team we don't know if Stafford's gonna be good to go yet uh, Cooper cup was put on IR he's gonna miss time with uh, ankle surgery Uh so I think the Rams are pretty much – they're punting on this season. It's, it's pretty much done for them. But, you know, the Saints, on the other hand, they, they can't really figure anything out. They don't know who they want their quarterback to be. So <laughs> <coughs> tough situation there. Adam, uh, while I'm choking over here, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to lean the Saints here. Uh, this is this is an ugly matchup. As bad as the Saints have been playing, um, they're getting four points here at home. But it's hard to bet on the Rams. You know, going back a couple of years, I'd I'd probably lean the Rams in this scenario just based on their coaching. Um, you know that they, they they would show up in a game like this. But you know this is a, this is such a defeated loss year for the Rams. Um, you know, Sean McVay flirted with going to Amazon before the end of the year, and you. You got to think he regrets that decision with how bad this has looked. Uh, Same thing with Aaron Aaron Donald when it came to retirement. Uh, They're officially done. And, you know, there's not a lot of young guys on this team that are playing for, you know, the future, you know, roster spot. This is a veteran laden team. So this could get ugly real quick to end the year. Um, So as as much as it feels bad to, uh, you know, (laughs) have the saints be favored by four points the way they've looked um yeah i'm gonna lean here but i'm not gonna bet this game no chance
0: yeah it's an ugly game um i'm gonna lean rams just because i don't know i don't know about the saints being four point favorites to everybody but this is ugly um yeah i wouldn't be betting the spread at all um Robbie likes the under though. Thinks both these teams can kind of keep this close, so we'll see. Under, it's a low line. It's a low. I mean, line, I, I
1: I don't hate it at all. I think that's probably the play, but yeah, I don't. I just this is just a matchup. I'm not gonna watch. Stay stay far away from.
0: Nope. Yep. All right, next game up, we've got the uh, Jets taking on the Patriots in New England. Pats are three point home favorites here. Uh, Over under set at thirty eight and a half. Another low total. Uh, Adam, what's your thoughts here on on this one? Yeah, I, this
1: is uh this is an interesting matchup. Two teams uh, with winning records in a in a tough division in AFC East. I'm gonna take the Pats here, uh, getting the three points at home, and I, I'm confident in it. Um, I just think that they they have the defense to be able to stop this Jets Jets offense. Um, I know they, they went into Buffalo, uh well one one at home versus Buffalo two weeks ago and had to buy last week, so they're coming on a coming on a little bit of a momentum. Um but I I just have a tough time believing that uh Zach Wilson is gonna go into New England and uh pull out a victory here. His stats against the Patriots, uh historically have just been awful. Um and I know they've they've definitely got a better team. Their defense is what's carried them. Um, but I, I think the Patriots are going to have enough success on the ground. You know they they've been covering these these lines rather easily and without their offense ha- even having to play well. So I, I think it's going to be another one of those scenarios. Offense does just enough, uh, limits the turnovers, um, but the defense really shuts down the. Uh, the opposing inexperienced quarterback and, you know, I, be, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a pick six in this matchup. Um, but you know, I, I love, I love the Patriots here. Um, I love the Patriots in in general when they're at home versus an inexperienced quarterback that, and a run game that, you know, isn't dominant, you know, Bryce Hall was such a loss for this team. He made this offense dynamic. He was a threat in the past game. Um, and Michael Carter did have a huge game against the Bills, but I, do, I don't think it's going to happen here in New England. So give me the Pats minus three, and uh, i mean, it's going to be one of my confident picks.
0: Yeah, this one's uh, going to be a tough one for me. Uh, definitely one of the games I'm most interested to see. Uh, I, I'm ultimately going to lean here Jets plus three, but you know, a lot of contributing factors. Uh, both these teams are coming off the bye. So, I mean, i definitely give the edge to Bill Belichick off the uh, bye rather than um, Bro Sala. But, uh, uh, you know, for me, I think what's really kind of tipping the scales for me going Jets here is, you know, that Jets defense, very impressive. Um, you know, definitely kind of made a believer out of me with that Bills game. And um, <clears throat> I, I think the key there is, you know, I'm just—I'm uh, not really convinced with this Pats team uh, with Mac Jones under center. Uh, I haven't seen it this season. Uh, it didn't end well last season. Uh, his last four or five games of uh, the 2021 season were not great, and uh, really hasn't uh, hasn't done anything to uh, instill confidence uh, in me that uh, he can lead this team. Um, Going forward, and, and you know, if, I think if Zappi's playing in this game, honestly, I, I think I'd probably change my mind. But I'm just – I'm not bought in on, on Mac Jones here right now given the way he's played. Uh, you know, they they beat up on a Colts team a couple weeks ago before the bye, but he played bad in that game, had a couple drop picks. Uh, really, the defense won that game, um, you know, against kind of this floundering Colts team. But, you know, you go back the week before that and uh, – you know it was a it was a bears win uh the Bears went in there and, and whooped him and Mac Jones didn't look good there either uh so uh the fact that I'm getting the Jets with three points here with their defense, I think this is a low scoring game um, I'm not saying the the Pats aren't going to win it but uh, i I just think that uh yeah you know, Jets defense is going to give Mac Jones uh, fits here, but uh, I'm gonna stay off it because I would not be surprised if Mac Jones struggles and zappy comes in and, and he turns the game around so um yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean Jets uh, with the three points. Robbie uh, also is going to decide with the Jets. Uh, obviously a big uh, divisional game here. He's expecting it to be competitive, uh, so he just wants to take the team getting the points uh, in what he thinks will be a close game. <coughs> All right, next up we've got uh, Raiders taking on the Broncos. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Broncos are two-and-a-half-point favorites over-under. This one's set at 41 and um, we will spend as little time as possible as we need to on this one. But, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts here?
1: Yeah, ugly. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders, and I'm going to take a money line, and I'm not going to bet it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, this Broncos team, uh, both these teams are full disasters. Um, both expected to compete, but just aren't. Um, Broncos. I don't. I don't think Jerry Judy's going to play this week. Uh, got a little banged up last week. Um, it, you know their defense is one of the best defenses in the league. I, I saw that they'd be eight and one if they scored more than eighteen points all year, or the offense put up more than eighteen points in every game. They'd be eight and one. That's not a lot to ask. Um, Russ is just done. Uh, you know I don't know if he's hurt I know he's hurt but it, he might be done even when he's healthy just looking awful this this offense you know I don't know which coach in this matchup is worse but um you know as far as this matchup goes uh you might see a little bit of spark out of the Raiders given the you know the press conference and uh backlash from Derek Carr after that matchup um you know the talent the talent's there for the Raiders um I hope that it shows eventually, but um, you know this is this could be a good right matchup th- for them. Um, but I don't have a lot of confidence picking this game whatsoever, just given how disappointing both these teams have been.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm done waiting on this Raiders team to to live up to the talent and uh, their expectations. Um, I'm gonna go with Broncos minus two and a half here. I just yeah I keep thinking that this Raiders offense will you know will will look dynamic and each week it you know you should see little sparks but uh you know the key mistakes at big moments and uh they ultimately lose to them losing and you know this Raiders defense hasn't been impressive at all um so yeah i uh I'm just gonna go with the Broncos here but uh this isn't a game i'm I'm going to be betting or watching at all uh i want I want no part of it but uh you know over-under wise, uh, you know, 41.5, that seems a little high to me given these two teams. You talked about it, Adam. 18.5, um, the magic number for the Broncos, and they can't seem to get there. Um, I I don't think that uh, this Raiders team is going to be able to put up a ton of points on them uh, in Mile High Stadium either. So 41.5, I know it's not a, a terribly high number, but um, you know the Broncos, they consistently – uh, play these games in the teens, and, and I don't think this one's any different. So, uh, I, I'd lean under here, but I'm not touching the spread, that's for sure. Uh, Robbie is going to be on the Broncos, but uh, all he gave us for an explanation was a puke emoji. So, uh, it's all that's needed. It is all that's needed, to be honest. Uh, all right, next game up, we've got the uh, Cowboys taking on the Vikings in Minnesota. Vikings are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. Uh that's uh that's a lot of shade uh for a team that just beat the bills on the road but uh <coughs> cowboys traveling back up north after a tough loss in Lambeau uh last week um so they are favored uh by one and a half points over under and this one is set at forty seven and a half uh you know looking at potentially the marquee game of the week here this is a big one um cowboys after uh that last game you know blew a big lead against the pack, uh, now, all of a sudden, they kind of need this one uh, in a very competitive NFC east and uh i don't know i'm I was on the Vikings last week I, I kind of put my foot down last week as the week I was going to stop being a Vikings hater, and I think I got to keep riding it uh, right now until uh, I'm proven otherwise, especially them being underdogs at home here, um, and given what we saw out of uh Ah, the Cowboys. I don't know. It came down to crunch time of that game and <clears throat> just, you know, the Cowboys, they get a single drive uh, at the end of that third quarter or fourth quarter to put that game away, and they just couldn't do it. Um, key mistakes from Dak. Uh, they they imploded, and, and I don't know. Um, kind of the symbol of a Mike McCarthy team is not necessarily being able to put teams away and – uh I think this is a good game. I think it's a close game, but uh, ultimately, I'm going to link the Vikings here.
1: Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm a Dak fan, um, but he's got to eventually start winning some of these close, big, big games because uh, you know he his record in those matchups is uh, not looking great, and he's he's pretty far into his career. So um, you know, I, this this is one of those games where you know I I would have thought the line going in was. Vikings favored by two and a half at home, um, if not three. But for them to be one and a half point favorites or dogs in this matchup is, is a little sh- concerning. And uh, I'm actually going to take take the other side. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Um, I think, think it's it, a fishy line. Yeah. something. I mean, I, the, the Vikings have been the luckiest team in the league thus far. I don't think anybody um, is going to argue that. But, um, you know, I – they put digs on they put digs on it's a good matchup for the cowboys to be honest they put digs on uh jefferson uh, i think they got the pass rush to the to really get home on kirk cousins uh something that the bills did not really do a good job of um you know dalvin kilk had a huge game against uh the bills their run defense hasn't been great uh cowboys a little bit better although of late they they've been a little fishy as well but uh i think offensively this is a, a dynamic offense that you know we have not seen this vikings team go up against since the eagles you know a lot of people would would mention the bills but to be honest last week they they're not at 100% josh like allen the secondary. J- josh allen is it's just just not himself um so I'm I'm going to take the Cowboys here. I, I I think last week they really missed uh the physicality uh that Zeke brings to the the running back uh the running game and uh you know if I think if they get to a lead in this game I don't think they'll surrender it. First time in I think 80 or since 1980 it, it's they I think they're 92 and 0 going into the fourth quarter with a 14 point lead until last week. Um so, uh, they're, they're just like the uh, the Eagles, I think they're going to be pissed off going into this matchup, and you're going to see the best of them.
0: Yeah, you know, my only concern here is, because uh, typically, I, I'm with you, I like the Cowboys in these instances, and, and I think that, uh, especially kind of against the statue quarterback and uh, Kirk Cousins, it could be tough, but... Uh, you know their last two games, they had the bye in between, but the Bears were able to put up points on the defense, and then the Pack, uh, who hadn't been able to put up points on anybody, put points up on them. Um, you know, so fast track here. We'll see. Um, Kirk's going to have to get the ball out quick, but I'm wondering if uh, you know Cowboys defense hasn't looked themselves uh, for the last uh, three weeks or so. So we'll see. They need a bounce back game. For yep. Sure here.
1: No, yeah, 100% with you.
0: All right, uh, Robbie is on the Vikings here. He's actually, uh, well, given the one-and-a-half-point spread, he he thinks that they can win the game outright. Um, you know, thinks this uh, Cowboys team is definitely capable of more in the future, but, uh, uh, you know, he likes the Vikings in this one. Uh, just thinks that uh, they're kind of a team of destiny right now and gelling well. Uh, so going to kind of ride the hot hand, so we'll see. All right, next game up, we've got the uh, – Bengals heading into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers Steelers four and a half point underdogs in this one uh over under is set at 41 right now uh Adam kick us off here
1: yeah I uh I absolutely love the Steelers here getting getting the four and a half points against the Bengals, and it's gonna be my lack of the week um yeah I, you know I had a lot of faith in the Steelers last week coming off the bye um you know, hopefully improve. Um, you know, they, they had a disappointing start to the year, but you know, still a lot of pieces and very good coaching, and uh, they they came through. Um, we said that TJ Watt gonna make the difference, and he absolutely did. Uh, brought 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 some swag and pass rush back to that defense. Honestly, looks like a completely different team coming out of the bye. They had almost 220 yards rushing. Um, you know, by far and away their best uh, effort on the ground thus far this year and you know the Saints aren't a pushover on the D-line or their D-line isn't a pushover so not the not the easiest team to run against. Uh, You know Pickett still struggled at least uh, he came through on the ground but uh, at least in the air still struggling he's he's, he's still working through some of those rookie pains but um, yeah they don't need him to be a world beater. Um, If they can run like they did last week and um, sort of lean on their defense I think they're going forward they're gonna be they're gonna be okay and at least competitive. Um, and then you look at this matchup. I know the Bengals are coming off the bye, and that, that, that is that is a concern. But um, they all year, time and time again, they've looked great against teams without a good pass rush and, and awful against teams with any sort of pass rush. And you know, with TJ Watt back in the helm, this is this is definitely um, I don't know the latter in the team that can't get after their quarterback. Um, they forced two turnovers last week against Andy Dalton. Uh, I think they forced four interceptions week one against Drill Burrow and that win in Cincy. Um, and then you look at their upcoming matchups, you know, they're six, they're three and six right now. They got the Bengals this week, the Falcons the week after, and then the Colts. Um, so, the, you know, they can, they can go on a little bit of a run here and get themselves back in a playoff contention. It's not inconceivable, Um you know, and I, I just have a lot of faith in this coaching staff. Um, so for an interdivision matchup to be getting four and a half points, uh, I, I think the Steelers are a little frisky. I would even lean some on the money line. Uh, I think this is a good matchup going up against the Bengals. Um, and, you know, if they if they can run the ball like they did last week, they're, they're going to be a dangerous team going forward. So um, love the Steelers here.
0: Yeah, I uh, I like the Steelers here as well. This just feels like a, a Bengals team that is really underwhelmed all season. Uh, definitely been hot and cold, but uh, you know they uh, they don't deserve to be four and a half point favorites on the road here. Uh, you know Pittsburgh played them really tough week one uh, on the road, and uh, you know I think it's uh it's a little bit disrespectful uh, to see the Steelers at four and a half here given what we've seen uh, out of both these teams. And and like you said, uh, you know, Pickett, not necessarily a, uh, a world beater, but has played better last few weeks. Uh, definitely looked a lot better last week. And, uh, you know, it's a different defensive unit when uh, Watt is out there. You know, that's a uh, defensive player of the year caliber player. And, uh, you know. Their best player, for sure. Yeah, their best player. Um, you know, you just you can't really emphasize enough the kind of impact uh Getting back, uh, somebody like that has on on the team. So, you know, you're you're right, Adam. I think the Steelers team could be on a come up. Uh, they've got a kind of a good young core of players, and you know, a veteran laden defense that uh, is uh, you know got a lot of star talent on it. And uh, you know, this Bengals team still kind of trying to figure things out uh, since this Jamar Chase injury. You know, they were able to lean on. Uh, uh, Joe Mixon a couple weeks ago, but I don't think uh, the Steelers' defense is going to be letting Joe Mixon have his way with them. Uh, I think they're going to force Burrow to go down the field, and uh, without you know his main target, I think he's going to have trouble. I, th- I think it's a close game, and I think the Steelers uh, could very well come out of this one. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I like the Steelers here. Uh, Robbie also on the Steelers with us this week. Um, you know, loves the addition that Watt uh does uh is to that defense and uh thinks you know given that it's a divisional matchup should be a close game So uh likes taking the home team getting the points here All right uh sunday night football it is the chiefs taking on the chargers chargers are six and a half point Home underdogs in this one uh gonna be a lot of kansas city fans in the stadium for this one Uh but uh over under this one is set at 50 uh you know, these two teams have played each other very close, very well over the last uh, three, four seasons, really. Um, you know, Herbert has really acquitted himself well against Mahomes uh, in these head-to-head matchups. And uh, Chargers, you know, still uh, have a lot to play for. Um, Adam, what are, your, what are your thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to take a similar take as I did last week with this Chargers team. Uh, I'm going to take the points. Um you know, I, I know they're they're on the road last week. This is going to be probably a road game for them, even though it's at SoFi. Uh, Chiefs fans travel uh, a good amount, but um, Chargers, you know, going back a few years now, have played the Chiefs as well as anybody. Uh, even even in their matchup week two this year on Thursday Night Football, in in, in all honesty, they should have won that game in Arrowhead. Um, they seem to have have the Chiefs number for whatever reason, especially on the defensive side for a team that. Really hasn't had good defenses historically. Uh, they've they've played just about as well as you can against um, Pat Mahomes. So, you know, these two teams know each other very well. Um, if you can get this at a full full, full touchdown, uh, I, I would I would put this as the confidence pick. But I still feel pretty decent about them getting the six and a half. Her Herbert's finally looking healthy again after yeah you know the injuries he suffered early on in the year. Um, I think the bye week did him wonders. They're starting to get healthy again. I don't know if Keenan Allen's going to play this week. Mike Williams uh, has has an outside shot. Um, but, yeah, it, this Chiefs team, um, they got some question marks, a wide receiver. I'm not sure Juju's going to be playing. Um, Kadarius Toney actually looked like a pretty good pickup last week. Um, brings a little bit dynamic uh, dynamic element to the Chiefs offense that was missing that that's, that speed element on the outside. But, um, yeah, I— I don't know. I have a tough time, uh, tough time believing that this Chiefs team is just gonna run all over this Chargers team. Uh, the way they played last week, um, you know, almost, almost went into uh, San Francisco and beat the beat the Forty ers But I, I mean, I, I think they got an o- outside shot of winning this game here at SoFi. But um, definitely gonna take the points here with the interdivision matchup.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that last last week that was kind of a classic, uh, Chargers yep. game. Like, uh, oh, come out, gangbusters out the gate and then uh when it's time for Brendan Staley to make a halftime adjustment just does not do it and uh <laughs> Chargers wind up covering but uh, they blow the game. And uh unfortunately that's kinda of been their MO for a while here, but uh You know, you touched on it, and Chargers very competitive against this Chiefs team, definitely seem to have a solid defensive game plan against Mahomes, know how to contain him, Uh, and I'm with you. I think uh, they're able to keep this game relatively close. Uh, I like the Chargers here getting the 6.5 points. Uh, Definitely feel a little bit better about it uh, if if, uh, BMW is able to go, Uh, but, uh, you know, Herbert's making it worth with what he's got. Uh, You have to say that. I mean, he's really kind of been able to string together some performances without his top two wide receiver options. And, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that would uh, really struggle, uh, you know, under those circumstances. So kudos to him, especially battling through an injury to kind of keep this Chargers team competitive. Uh, And, yeah, I think that's exactly what they will be on Sunday night. I think they'll be competitive. And, uh, you know, I'm expecting this to be a one-score game. So... I will take the Chargers with the points. Robbie agrees. Uh, he's hoping that uh, they get uh, Mike Williams back as well on this one, but uh, given uh, how the Chargers, uh, you know their track record against Mahomes, he's thinking they, they'll be able to keep it close as well. So all three of us like the Chargers with the points. All right, Monday Night Football. Uh, this game is in uh, Mexico City, Estadio Azteca. Where the 49ers are taking on the Cardinals. Cardinals, eight point underdogs in this one, with the over under set at 43 and a half. Um, you know, not really sure what's going on with Kyler at this point. Is he getting started? Is he playing Call of Duty? I, I, you know, I don't know. Does it matter? Yeah. Is Colt McCoy the better option, potentially? Um, you know, who's to say? Uh, you know, I. I I like the Niners here uh, with the eight points, um, regardless of who's playing quarterback. I just think uh, I think Kyle Shanahan's got this group dialed in right now, and I think uh, you know they got their their mindset on uh, a playoff push here in the uh, NFC West, and you know with the with the Seahawks slipping up a little bit, uh, I think the door just opened up a little bit to make this division a little tighter, so. Uh, yeah, I think the Niners, you know, got a lot to play for. This Cardinals team, you know, obviously picked up a, a nice win last week against the Rams with the backup quarterbacks in there. But, uh, you know, uh, under this stage, um, I, I just I, I don't think uh, they're going to be able to hold up here, you know. I've, I've been to Mexico a few times, and uh, one constant is, uh, yeah, you know, I don't condone this activity, but you are always offered some sort of stimulant down there. And, uh, you know, I just – Cliff – Cliff's not going to be one to turn that down, in my opinion. Um, so, you know, he's going to be all tutored up for this game, and uh, I think his decision-making uh, might not be at its best. So uh, I'm going to go for the Niners.
1: Yeah, if there's going to be anything higher than the elevation, it'll be Cliff Kingsbury. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to take the the Cardinals in this matchup, getting the eight points. Um, they they sneakily have a good defense. Yeah. Um, and especially at forcing turnovers. They almost they should have had a pick 6 last week. The ref blew the whistle um or a defensive touchdown. I'm sorry, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they have one here. Jimmy G's always prone to the turnover, uh, especially, you know, interception and he's had a few pick 6s in his career. Uh the elevation ball might be a little too thin. Sales over, and Boodu Baker takes takes it back for a touchdown. Uh they're definitely an opportunistic defense. Um high risk, high reward and you know there's a lot of a lot of weapons and a lot of big name players on this 49ers team but you know over the last five weeks I haven't seen any of those guys break break long plays it's been just chunks 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 and I think that plays into yeah uh the Cardinals hands a little bit um
0: I think Debo's a little banged up yeah
1: yep you know Kittle I'm not sure if he's ever going to be 100% again uh yeah, and, you know, they had the two-headed duo. I know a lot of people were sort of shocked that Elijah Mitchell came back and had more carries than um, Christian McCaffrey, but I think they're just trying to keep those guys fresh for the playoff run. But, yeah, you know, Jimmy G here, um, this whole year hasn't inspired a lot of confidence for me Um and you know this is a low-key good defense like i mentioned so i'm gonna take the cardinals here getting eight points even if this was under a touchdown i'd still be taking the cardinals I, i feel pretty decent about them being able to keep it close and you know if kyler does play um you know this is a big division matchup for both these teams you know cardinals win this one they're sort of right back in the mix for the nfc west um you know 49ers, only one game ahead of the Cardinals at this point, or a game and a half with the bye. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to watch this one. Azteca, always a great place to watch games. Uh, I'm expecting the fans to be be wild, but uh, I think this one's going to be a, a, a much better game than people are expecting in, in a closer matchup. At least that's what I'm hoping for.
0: I kind of hope McCoy starts, to be honest. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah. We'll you know they, they brought a little bit more stability to that team and yeah. maybe that's all they need
0: he's a very capable backup uh, could have been a solid player if the Browns didn't ruin him like yeah. 14 years ago but uh, you know it Browns is what, have ruined they've ruined their player. fair share yep all right uh, well Robbie is also in on the Niners here um, he just likes that the Niners are getting back uh, relatively healthy and uh, you know a lot of question marks with the, uh, the Cardinals right now um, whether or not Kyler is in the lineup or not, uh, they've just kind of struggled uh, offensively. So we'll, we'll see if they're able to uh, kind of continue off of that big win last week against the Rams and, and stay relevant in the NFC West. Okay, quick recap then of our lead pipe locks. Uh, Adam, you went Steelers plus four and a half uh, as they host the Bengals this week. Uh, Robbie going Browns plus eight-and-a-half against the Bills. Bills have the – or that game is going to have a ton of weather implications with uh, the big snowstorm expected. And then uh, uh, I'm taking the Eagles minus six-and-a-half. They are on the road at the Colts. Uh, As for the podcast parlay, we're looking at Browns plus eight and a half, Eagles minus six and a half, and Steelers plus four and a half. It's the locks parlay. Uh, did it last week? Didn't quite work out, but we're gonna run it back this week and see how we do. Uh, Adam, anything else you want to add?
1: No, I you know I know it didn't work out last week, but uh, I feel pretty good about this week's uh, this week's picks. We're a little bit mixed of the weather, um, and a couple you know Eagles. Looking to bounce back, and Steelers looking to continue that uh, that momentum coming off the the home win against the the Saints. But yeah, should be good. Um, a, lot, a couple interesting matchups this week too. Yep, should be a good primer heading into the big big Thanksgiving uh, football weekend.
0: That's right. All right. Well, we will be back uh, next week with the Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Robbie will be rejoining us next week, so we'll get the uh, the, the three of us uh, in the same room, uh, you know, talking it out. But uh, thanks again. Good luck, everybody, and uh, we'll be back with you next week.